0: Welcome, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. And today I am joined by not one, but two wonderful people in the podcast studio. First off, we have my lovely co-host,
1: Saul Thompson. Hi, everybody. You can find me over on Instagram at Saul Thompson. How are you doing, Solly? Uh, I'm good. Uh, I was telling John, I'm taking care of my girlfriend. She's COVID positive right now. Um, so just making sure she's all set up. Um, obviously dealing with the, I, like, it's very abrupt, but everybody at school right now has COVID. Okay. Um, and I feel wow. like it's like, uh, it's like the zombie apocalypse where I'm like, I have to stay in my apartment. Like I can maybe make a tactical run to the grocery store. She's <laughs> trying to avoid it. gotta everybody. be careful. <laughs> it's terrible.
2: Wow. I to hear that. Yeah.
1: It's okay. She's doing well, wow. like no symptoms, anything. Okay. She's just tired. Um, that's it. I mean,
0: yeah, I've heard that's a big part of it. I managed to make it almost two years without getting it, but hopefully it. we, hopefully we ride it through. So, would you like John, to introduce our
1: wonderful guest? Absolutely. We have we have none other than roller skating legend, believe nineteen ninety six national champion of roller skating.
2: Wow, we done some research there. We try. We try. <laughs> yeah.
1: None other than the CEO of not only them skates but also I believe it was Velo, V E L O. Yeah. That's correct. We, we did our research. Oh, so true. That, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: then
1: John Julio, what's going on?
2: I'm good. Um,
1: thanks for reaching out and
2: uh, doing some research and having some kind of interest in having me on your show.
0: Oh my gosh, we're super <laughs> excited. I, I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank you. How's your day been so far, John?
2: Good. Uh, I'm at my a retail store right now, you see behind me. Yeah, like boxes
0: on boxes. Around.
2: Yeah, boxes, and then that's our little back uh, back stock, and then over here is our retail cup. beauty right over there. We have some customers coming in right now, but this is our this is our uh, headquarters, I guess per se. Um, shipping. I usually get here pretty early. Um, just get the day rolling. Today's Friday, so it's kind of end of the day, end of the week stuff. So.
1: And this is from California, receiving. right?
2: Yeah, I'm in Santa California. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. How's but,
0: the uh, uh, the skating, uh, skating, skating weather right you know. now?
2: It's beautiful. It's like 75 ish, I think. I shoveled
0: snow at lunch today. <laughs> 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 I
1: wish Sorry I was joking.
2: That. Yeah.
1: It's Sorry 24 degrees here with uh, wow. 55 oh mile an hour winds. Uh, we just got that advisory last night. That's what's up. It's 25 here, so it's a heat wave.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're a little spoiled out here. It's it's been nice. Like, it gets, you know, we had hail. We had hail like two days ago, actually, which is really random.
0: Wow. I I feel like I heard something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It came overnight, and then it was gone. So we will have that once in a while. Um, You know, global warming, who knows? But for the most part, it's nice here, so.
0: John, I yeah. like how we, we just went through the temperatures, but you seem to be dressed the warmest of the three of us.
2: Old <laughs> cold back here. <laughs> it's, wear, it's warehouse weather back here. It's cold. Sure. You have the AC on. <laughs> sure.
0: Speaking sure. of, can we get a fit check? What's the outfit looking like today?
2: Uh, whoa. Okay. I did hear that. Uh, this is a, actually, a um, company called Not Us. They're a skateboarding company, a skateboard shop, which is like three doors down um we have like a little we call it a little baby fairfax here <laughs> not as cool maybe but like uh next door is deuce like around the end of the corner is juicy archive and then it's, oh, cool. um, then it's not us which is a skateboard shop which is uh, a really good friend of mine owns it um francis um and then after that is like um i shop and then uh riff i don't know if it was, you know riff it's kind of like a flight club they do resale
0: oh yeah. On sneakers. yeah
2: and then uh bait is next door i think there's a bait in the east coast as well they do like they have a nike account and you know kind of this kind of streetwear vibe
0: for sure uh, is that style. the one that like there was a giant mob outside a couple weeks ago for some jordan release or something that
2: might be the new york one maybe I'm okay not sure, i saw something yeah, about they the bait do have lines all the time yeah, yeah. yeah. That's probably it. That's probably it. Yeah. Um, but everyone is super cool. You know, like, uh, um, I've known a couple of the guys for a long time that work at Stucy, like, um, one of the guys like 20 years. So wow, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice like a uh, family corner here that we got going on here. We just moved here sure. actually though November.
0: So, Oh, wow. That's, nice. that's cool. cool. Yeah. looks like a really cool yeah. spot.
2: Thanks. Yeah. Um, it's a unique, unique kind of scenario. Like, um, I do have a, a a small, two small warehouses on the other side of town here in Santa. Ana, mm-hmm. But here, uh, it's, we, we, my vision was to have like all of our stock back here, and the retail in the front. Um, we're actually downtown Santa, so um, we get quite a bit of traffic walking back and forth. It's less of a industrial zone per se. So um, it's it's like it's definitely uh a different situation we don't really it's not just warehouse you know so yeah it's cool to have both in the same same building
0: yeah that's really nice you can say i let me go check in the back and you'll actually have it in the back
1: <laughs> yeah yeah we'll we do gonna drive anywhere <laughs> so other than the jacket what else do you have on
0: oh sorry yeah uh i have
2: a them shirt gotta wear the uniform very nice and then uh pretty shirt and uh, we make pants. We have like a Dickey pants. I'm wearing our, uh, our denim pants. <laughs> I got some New Balance. Uh, what are these New Balance? I usually wear these are nine nineties. Oh, classic. out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, enough, I, got these. I got these on Essence. <laughs> I'm a little
0: bummed you aren't wearing skates right now. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I have.
2: I literally have skates right here.
0: You gotta always be little, ready. We
2: have a little wrapping. Like here, we have a little ramp here. It's a little ramp. Oh, that's so that's sick. so
0: cool! <laughs> little bench. That's we so also sick. use this for,
2: yeah. So, <laughs> we have like sessions here, like low key, not for public.
1: Whenever <laughs> you never have uh, anybody tronc. come to the retail store and they're like, Hey, can I try this on a rail? You're like, Let you know me show you. The
2: thing is, people, there's like a word going around that we have a roller rink back here and we can't figure out how. People might think we have a roller (laughs) ring. It's kind of a strange question, but we get that a lot.
1: Yeah, you got to propagate (laughs) the rumors. You have roller derbies back there every Tuesday. Yeah, (laughs) you guys are like (laughs) the cool
0: version of the Supreme store that has the bowl in it.
2: Yeah, our our bowl is not our wrap. Our mini quarter is way cooler than their their bowls, (laughs) for sure.
1: I gotta ask. You have two cups of coffee there in front of you. Is that the? I do. Is it them this is coffee? From yesterday? coffee?
2: Um, no, this is that. Well, it's actually roasted here. Okay. Um, oh, that's Hidden cool. House, which is like two blocks that way, um, cool. and my buddy was the head roaster there. so oh. He's a very good friend of mine, and uh, he just like offered to, you know, the service to uh, private label his coffee, and it's turned into. Uh, work out really well for us we actually sell quite a bit of coffee now um so it's probably labeled through him when it's roasted at this place which is a really cool shop in house little cool shout out there but they've been like um kindly um letting us roast at their place so that's your nice. now actually
1: yeah i was gonna say i feel like i'm so much more likely to buy a coffee if it's made by either like a person or a company that i'm more familiar with You know what I mean? Like if if I can identify a person behind it, I feel like I'm more, oh, like that'll be good rather than it just being like faceless Starbucks.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: It kind of of has parallels with
2: like brands
1: and brands in all
2: all industries maybe, Um, especially in this world, day and age with social media and the the, the ability just to know who's behind what really Mm -hmm. quickly. I think that actually for us as a brand, that's helped us that's kind of been our our transparency is uh it's quite evident when you if you get to know what, we, what we're all about as a brand and um yeah I, i'm i the
1: same i agree 100 on that
0: absolutely Saul what's your fit looking like today
1: i was about to ask you but i've got uh john actually got me these they're like capital sneakers yeah they're like they're a house slipper yeah
0: that was they your, got these smiley faces your Hanukkah the back. present.
1: I wear them around the house wow. all the time. They've they've replaced the Reebok Beatnik. They look like oh wow. For for like indoor house shoe. Beatniks Sweet. are now outdoor shoes. I'm glad you like them. Yeah. I found them and no, I was really mad. Warm.
0: it's a classic. I wear a like a size 12 and a half to 13. So a lot of that <laughs> stuff is just never wow. made in my size. Yeah. Um, including a certain skate brand, which is a real real shame. But um <laughs> You know, I found those in solid size. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to get those for him.
1: Um, I've got a pair of... You're a a beatnik guy, though. I I really like beatniks. I think I tried wearing them for a while as sandals, so I wore them without socks, and I didn't love them. I was like, oh, they're too chunky. They look weird. My feet are hanging out, whatever. I definitely Um, wear mine with socks. Yeah, but I started wearing them with socks. And I'm like, oh, these are incredible. I I treat them more as a shoe than a sandal, if anything now yeah Sick. um but i've got a pair of daiwa pure 39 sweatpants on and then a shirt from online ceramics that says be outstanding in your field and it's a cow standing in a field i like that a lot huge love it. <laughs> what about you john round us um, up
0: i've got a a new pair of shoes that was gifted to me today by dear friend zach young mm-hmm. um we both got pairs of story mfg pants from the season sale and we both got them in each other's sizes without really thinking about it <laughs> and so we sent them to each other and we both added a freebie onto it uh i threw a supreme tea in with his and some some trough brand hot sauce and he uh he threw in these uh adidas o32c mules, oh, yeah. mules. which are Very super sick. comfortable yeah. i love them he wears a 14 and these can are a 13 I see, can I see that one more time sorry yeah absolutely yeah Those are cool. They're super comfortable and they stay on my foot really nicely, which is good. Like they don't slip off. Um, He wears a 14 and these are a 13. So I think they're a little small on him. So he he sent them my way and I've been wearing them all day. I absolutely love them. Um, The socks are Hot Product Studios, graciously gifted by Mr. Cole Cordell. Uh, The pants are the Story MFG Forager pants, which are absolutely insane. I love them. They're huge, super, super billowy. Uh, I also have an online ceramics t-shirt on. It says feeling really (laughs) outstandingly good frog. What is is the background on the ceramics ceramics brand? Um, They are, they actually started by making ceramics from my knowledge. Um, They're based out of, I think, Washington. Mm -hmm. Um, And now they, they do like a lot of stuff with grateful dead and they do a lot of stuff different collaborations with like a24 they've done a lot uh with movies that come out through a24 and they're just like a fun brand that doesn't take themselves too seriously um a lot well, of, actually from la oh are they well, okay not, i thought yeah. they were more pacific northwest but and uh, the people who run it seem like really cool people so mm-hmm. I've been uh, so
2: just a fan of the brand, Not, less knowing them personally. Right? Oh
0: no, I don't know. them personally yeah. just a fan of the brand. Um, oh, cool. I give my water bottle. It's an online ceramic snail jean. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Dang. Yeah. Um, get, get on it. get a hip on it. They're pretty cool. sick. I definitely yeah. recommend the qualities of the stuff is good too. The only thing is the neck holes are always super tight. They're so tiny. You feel yeah. like you're being strangled. Yeah. As someone who has a giant head, yeah. it's always a process. <laughs> Um, LA apparel
2: uh, blanks have a, a strong neck. I don't know. If you guys know about that, but the LA apparel brand.
0: Yeah. Good, that good <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> uh, and then I have an L.L. Bean fleece, which was a Christmas gift from my good friend, Billy Rushman, and a ring that was made by my girlfriend's grandpa.
1: And that's nice. the fit. <laughs> John, I think for the last... Five or six episodes. Whenever he's mentioned the ring, he goes, Shout out Pugga, yeah, but he hasn't up, said it this episode. Oh, I was looking forward to not? it.
0: <laughs> why not? You know, okay. gotta keep everyone on their toes. <laughs> I'm not I'm not, not shouting out Pugga. <laughs> he's a great dude. He makes uh bolo ties as well. That's sick. Yeah, really like, cool guy. He uh handmade, handmade. Yeah, he ran like a rock and mineral shop for a bunch of years now he's retired but he yeah. uh he still has a bunch of product and makes bolo ties he makes like walk hold on i'm gonna grab a couple walking sticks he he hand carved
2: <laughs> walking stick
1: jewelry obviously yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> it's kind of incredible i don't know how he did them but they're incredible so this big. one's an elk
0: whoa nice Isn't that crazy and then this and one's a morel
2: on mushroom that. nothing on boba fett I just saw an episode of Boba Fett and him carving his staff thing. You know, this is what it's next. Have you, have
1: you watched that entire new season? It's the book not, of Boba Fett, yet.
2: right? Yeah, the okay. book of Boba I just I've been laying off it because I wanted to wait to finish. And then I, I watched the first episode and it was kind of slow. So I've been, and then I decided to wait, but now I'm on the second. And then what, what got me was that there's um, like a, a black and gray, um, Wookie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right. yes. And then and then the job of the huts family pops up. And now yeah. I'm hooked. now. I'm like
1: my problem okay, was I was watch watching it with my roommate, and we got like four episodes in, and I walk back in from class one day and he's on like the eighth episode. I was oh, like, That's not the, cool. Like, what are we oh, doing? You, can't, you, can't <laughs> you gotta have respect
0: it. for the for the watching the show simultaneously. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And then um, there's like and I hear rumors of you know other you know uh, characters jumping in so yeah. now i gotta watch the you know <laughs> i gotta watch the rest now so i'm a i'm a big star wars guy so very nice
1: what else have you been like watching keeping up with listening to that sort of thing over the What's past the media months? diet uh, social media is tough uh it's pretty harsh lately huh like i've been
2: you know i i you know I. I follow like a lot of the, the typicals, you know, like complex or um, I follow a lot of the brands like you guys mentioned like Icarterics, like, like I follow like, mm-hmm. uh, um, I follow a lot of skateboarding too, um, mm-hmm. street culture, I follow a lot of, uh, I can't think of a lot of the specifics right now, but I'm a big fan of like um, a lot of things, the topics that you guys actually mentioned too, which I thought was interesting. Um, i curious. I'm always, you know, trying to stay up to date on um, the craziest things that Kanye West is doing lately. Also, <laughs>
0: oh yeah, I have his post notifications <laughs> on. I don't want to miss anything.
2: Um, strange shit going on with that guy. I don't know. But, uh, oh yeah. Um, sports. I'm a big sports guy. Um, You're a forty dollars fan, right? Huge. Yeah. Very tough to watch the the Rams win after oh. us us winning like the six in a row like oh we got them, you know the seventh time it was it so close
0: too right at the end there yeah.
2: and then I'm rooting for the Bengals of course like, mm-hmm. that was that was you know I live in Southern California I should be maybe a Rams fan but
3: <laughs>
0: uh, um but I'm happy
2: that um, you know Stafford got a ring and I think that's really
0: cool. yeah I grew up oh, I still live in Michigan but I grew up in Michigan yeah. so. I think the city of Detroit yeah. was Happy as point. much, if not more, excited than the city of L.A. that Matthew Stafford got a ring.
2: See, that's cool. I mean, yeah, there would have probably been like tons of Detroit fans out there.
0: Like, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, he yeah, deserves it. The parade was in no. Detroit. <laughs> I don't think the Lions are going to get one anytime soon. So this is the closest that the uh, the state of Michigan is going to get.
2: Oh, uh, Hopefully not, eh? But I, I did see, like, it was pretty sad to see the, the parade and how it wasn't the Rams, there's like no one out
0: there. Yeah, right there. I saw that. It was weird. Yeah, it's not weird. Yeah, but, uh, I wonder if it's because there's such a new team in LA, like they're St. Louis based yeah, for such a long yeah.
1: time. Exactly. So, so, wait, you're you are a San Francisco 49ers fan. Does that mean that you are a Warriors fan over the Lakers or Clippers? I, I think
2: I am. I mean, okay. I was like, I, I, I was based, I'm, I'm first, I'm Filipino. So, like, I was yeah. born in the Bay Area. So, like, the Niners and Lakers are in my blood for some reason. Well, <laughs> not for some reason, because of my, my family. But as time went on, um, Warriors have been a pretty strong uh, – pretty strong in my – fan. we have a pretty strong fan base in my family for the Warriors. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I moved down here, like, early 2000s, like, late 90s. So, um, I lost – you know, track of the Bay Area teams as much as I used to. Like, I was a big um, A's fan, Giants fan. Um, I, and I found, I'm pretty rooted in sports in general. So, But now, like, yeah, I went to a Laker game uh, two days ago. So that was cool. That was the first Laker game I ever saw. Um, but, yeah, I'm more of a Warriors fan, I'd say.
0: Yeah. Got you. Got you. follow yeah. any college teams?
2: Um, not as closely as I, 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 I should. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I do catch in and out of like, I have uh, a lot of friends who are Texas fans, like, uh, yeah, yeah. but, uh, I watch, you know, whenever, um, so a big game's on, I definitely, I definitely watch the bigger games, but not, sure. not as, not as like biggest in the pro, the pro teams.
0: Gotcha. USC is going to be exciting next year. They got, you know, they sniped a bunch of recruits and got... <laughs> lincoln riley at the helm now so they're they're gonna be very lincoln riley that's
1: right yeah Yeah. they're gonna be super interesting to watch next year i have a quick funny story (laughs) one of my good friends is i guess filipina because she's her but um she came she lives in vegas now but she's a huge um lakers fan and when kobe died she was single at the time but she had been talking to this guy and they sort of like talked a little bit stopped talking and he posted something on his story about Kobe and she hopped in his DMS and they started essentially their, their first conversation that like got them like into each other was talking about the death of Kobe Bryant. <laughs> They've been dating ever wow. since.
0: That's how they. Wow.
1: wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Goodness oh. gracious.
0: Yeah.
1: Till death do us part.
0: Yeah. It's heavy. <laughs>
2: So that brought him together, his death. Is that what you're
1: saying? Yeah, shockingly. Yeah, I think yeah. They, they started talking about that. And like since then, they've just like, you know, they hit it off sort of in that conversation. I guess it's weird to say that they hit it off, but, but you know, that's, that was, <laughs> it was
0: such a strong emotional bond over yeah. that.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Yeah. All right. John, getting into our questions for the day. How did you get into skating?
2: Uh, roller hockey okay yeah, roller okay. Hockey, yeah. um I, I i grew up in the bay area so uh kind of a suburban um town called malpitas and um we have like i had i still a of best friends there to this day um from school but we did everything together like we played we like dj'd we break danced whatever we all did everything you know and then um roller hockey was um something we did for like a summer and then next thing you know we're right we're uh skating downstairs watching like a couple of videos that came out during that time um in the mid 90s like rollerblading was huge Mm -hmm. um uh, it was everyone was rollerblading by 1997 you know I feel like everyone had skates um so um during that period I found there was a culture there was magazines um there was videos and um, much like a th- like Thrasher, we had there was a magazine for it. There's, it was called Daily Bread, and um, I quickly found out there were shops nearby that you know sponsored and um, they carried these videos and magazines. And then a couple like Hollywood movies came out, Airborne, um, and uh, that was a big. Uh, sorry, not Airborne. Was it airborne, yeah, Airborne. So that was that came out with um uh, was in mid nineties also so there was a big tidal wave of, of role building everywhere um and then I got sponsored in 94 I think it was or 93 local shop and then it carried me into this kind of uh the media side of things people found out um about the scene in my area within the Bay Area and then um the magazines came up to shoot and the videos started getting filmed in my area. Like they came up to film me and, um, there's a, you know, a lot of things happening by 96. I won the championship. So, and then national championship in Huntington beach. So after that, I never looked back. I was pretty much after 96, I was pretty much traveling every weekend Wow like, for That's like crazy. at least five years, like nonstop for something. Holy cow. So- That was pretty crazy yeah
1: so during Um, that big sort of like travel tour what were some of your favorite places you know either just to like uh, see to be in to experience Um, so i was younger i was like 18 19 and i didn't appreciate as much as i
2: i should have like when i went to australia was one of the big first places i went to and that was insane like i didn't want to go home um well i literally won the national championship actually the first place i went to was barcelona so that was like uh, insane that's and, wild Zurich um, for another event and then I can't remember what third one was might have been Portugal or
1: something oh my god
2: so it was, and after that it was just you know uh, quick call I, I was supposed to go to college I was, I was gonna go to college I might have had my first year I just didn't show up you know mm. yeah and um <laughs> Yeah, then that's kind of got started getting paid more in '96. So, and I didn't, you know, I just was riding the wave, basically, like whatever I can get into. There's there's literally like so much money in in, in role building where there was something to do. There's not, there was an event, there was a project to be involved in, there was something to shoot for in the companies that I was sponsored by, or um, so that lasted, you know, a good amount of time maybe 10 years like i I was like professional skating in some shape or form Mm -hmm. yeah and then then the dip then the dip you know
0: yeah yeah
2: then skating got unpopular um but i still kept doing it i still i was in it deep enough to like still make a living no matter the market being uh you know pretty much dead per se um there was still a huge community doing it there's still um a drive for people globally doing it you know whether it be small events or um some kind of media happening so it just wasn't commercial
1: so recently skating sort of seen a big resurgence i know that inline skates got super popular right at the start of yeah. of like when COVID exploded, everybody yeah, was playing inline yeah. skates or making sourdough starter. So crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> Those are the big two. That's, that's when I got friend, my skates.
2: With sourdough. My friend is from the Bay area. He has a sourdough company, uh, you know, bakery. He bakes bread for restaurants and um, oh, cool. direct sale. And his business is taken off. <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> that's so sick. Sick. Yeah. Oh my God. COVID, through COVID, It's insane.
2: Yeah. He makes a speaking of Philippines, Philippines and, Filipino food um he makes a special Ubi bread it's like oh, purple cool. yeah yeah really good. um but yeah like we actually like I started this specific business in 2000 um well 2008
1: and it was okay. just a small
2: thing out of my mom and dad's garage and I was traveling through um another, another subsidiary business which is Volo and uh, but I wasn't you know, full owner of that company. I had I was like somewhat of a partner at the time, um, but this specific business, I as a skate company, we started making our own skates in 2017. I went to China um, to try to pursue it on my own independently. Um, I had a rough patch with that you know, previous partner and um, money; I wasn't getting paid, and mm. I had to figure out. At this time, I'm like. I'm 45 now, I'll be 45. And 2017, You know, I'm in my 40s already. So, and I have a kid and a family. So um, I was very close to taking this job as working at the post office.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And this was 2017. So I decided to at least try to see if I, there's one, somehow I can make my own states by going to China, visiting some factories. Um, this is a short end story of it, but like I, I went to China and um, I figured out a way to make samples of skates. Yeah. Um,
0: I feel like that's a difficult process to do. Like there's such it a is. complex there's mechanism. It. Yeah.
2: yeah, molds and um, finding uh, the right places, the right relationships, mm-hmm. like, even though relationships is huge. Like there's a big language barrier there, of course already. For sure, so, for sure. I have a couple of friends throughout the years that helped me uh, introduce me to you know factories that are out there, reliable ones and good people, thankfully. And in 2017, I went to China, like, I think six times. Wow. And, you know, it was a very um, unsure unsure time, you know, as far as like, can I do this? Because I don't, you know, I have a certain amount of money. Like, I've got credit cards and that's all I got, you know, in relationships. So I was able to make samples, but I didn't have enough money for um, a complete skate. I only had enough money to make a mold. So with all this is plastic injection, you know, for Mm -hmm. making skates. So in that, you have to make molds like to create a part of a skate. For example, like this frame right here. This is a a mold that you know
3: um,
2: that we own now. Actually, we designed it. And um, actually, we own molds for every single part of the skate now, which is insane. And we independently own it ourselves, too. That's, uh,
0: it's so cool. Uh, that is yeah. super cool.
2: So, like, to get into, um, the, you know, the resurgence of skating, we, we started at the right time. You know, mm-hmm. like, we, um, in 2018, I um, made these samples, brought them back from China, and they weren't the even a complete skate. They were just a boot with, like, uh, the part of the bottom part, which is called a base plate mm-hmm. and cuff put them online on my e-commerce, my Shopify site. And in February, which is actually four years ago from right now, literally, wow. um, we, I put it online and we raised $150,000 um, in between our direct sale and a few of our, um, my um, wholesale accounts that I knew of that knew me already throughout the years. So with that, I was able to turn over 150 grand till this day, and that's built this whole this whole business really the foundation of it is that um e-commerce push the the sample so with that 150k sorry i was able to uh you know create the first production of skates Mm -hmm. and get it get it here and be able to pay pay my bills for a year so uh, i found a little warehouse with that money i you know i I opened a little warehouse in santa Ana, which is uh, maybe like 10 minutes this way and uh yeah it's kind of it's been a crazy
0: journey to say the least oh my gosh Uh, absolutely
2: yeah we've done a a lot in the last four years
0: so it's been really cool to see I mean I think I've been familiar with them skates for two and a half three years somewhere around there no way yeah I I can't remember how I found them might have been a YouTube video or something but I remember coming across the brand and like kind of seeing the I don't know if luxury is the right word because I think it's for everybody, but um, yeah. just the the attention to detail and everything like that, that you put into your product. And I always, I thought it was really cool. So um,
2: that's so cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah. We only did in the last couple of years working with brain um, Yeah. That's awesome. Opened a lot of doors for us. Um, the uh, exposure that we got through, you know, we did something on complex. We, um, we're, we sell in essence now, we have in the last two years. Um, we've gotten uh like exposure to a lot of different avenues like GQ and Vogue and all these things kind of spawned from our opening relationship with Kyle um from Braindead. Kyle's one of the owners of Braindead and he also mm-hmm. skates. So um yeah, that's that's been a big turning point for us as a as a as a brand was working with them for sure.
0: Absolutely. That's so cool. Uh, yeah i like yeah. his approach to collabs i think every collaboration i've seen from brain dead seems to just be with something that kyle's into like in his personal life like he did <laughs> yeah them skates huh? he's got like yeah. a paintball collab like a magic the yeah. gathering like just his hobbies are things he's been able to to turn into partnerships with his own business
2: yeah it's a, a genius model i'd say
3: Like mm. uh,
2: if there was you know um, but you know it happened at the right time for us too
3: because
2: mm-hmm. um you guys said like during covid like um, right before covid like, my business started to do a little bit better not substantially better because we're a very niche you know kind of We make skates for you know ramps and street skating so um but we definitely felt it enough um on sales before covid and to be mm-hmm. honest like i talked to a couple of my shops and i was like we were like, Oh my God, dude, like we finally started to do better. And then COVID hits, what are we going to do? No one's going to buy anything. You know, everyone's going to be so careful with their money or like not want to spend a thing and stay home, obviously. Um, but the exact opposite happened, right?
0: Like, <laughs> the stimulus checks. I was like, I'm just going to go buy some cool and, stuff.
2: Yeah. Like um, it was pretty interesting. Cause like um, they even work out gear, my friends, like I still, you know, like, can't find the you know dumbbells or you know i can't find yeah. a bike you can't you couldn't find a bike you know no, no, yeah. you could not like yeah. nothing was available for a year and then but, but you could find a rover roll blades like for, <laughs> for like you know first three months of that year like and then they were gone you know yeah. and and then there was we lucked out as a company as a brand because like our skates landed in may our mm. first like our first skates of that year and it happened to be this model that we we just released you know as our our own independent model mm-hmm. um and we lucked out we sold out right before they even got here and it just fueled our it fueled our company to to create more and do more and um and then timing went with the next year when we, we started working with brain dead more and um and at this point, we were, we were able to make a whole skate on our own. Mm-hmm. So it was good timing. Like, we, we manufactured a complete skate, 100%, like, Jeez. from the wheels to the frames to the liner. Um, just so happened to be the year before, you know? Like, I joke a lot about this, but, like, if we didn't start in 2017 and we started, like, two years ago, we, we'd be fucked, you know? Like, yeah. we, I wouldn't have, like the infrastructure that we have right now. So,
1: but um, in any case,
2: yeah, uh, COVID definitely helped all role-building
1: businesses. So. I'm sure it's also, I mean, you guys make, from what I can tell, um, like a very high quality product. I was doing a ton oh, of reading. For sure. um, and I read some report on the first like edition of them skates that came out. There was some sort of issue with the was it like the soul plate and then you immediately yeah. updated it in the next yeah. one which is kind of crazy like yeah that's yeah, pretty we're good able attention to... to detail yeah thanks I, i'm glad someone said that
2: because <laughs> <laughs> it like, it's, it's tough it's a tough like uh, it's a tough world nowadays right like so mm. now and it's so like yesterday like you need to you know Act on things when it's mm-hmm. current events, whereas it's so hard to do that in general, um, yeah. especially in our business, where it's like matte plastics and molds and and high volume. From for me, from my standpoint, it's uh, expensive to do all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And but thankfully, going back to the relationships I was talking about, I was I'm able to have um, quick turnaround as far as sampling, and they've, I, I got good friends over there, and they're they're really. Like, I'm thankful to have the ability to do the things that we are able to do Um, because we are a small company and um, what we're able to, maybe I give, that's what it is. Like we were able, we're agile enough to do things faster per se, Mm -hmm. rather than a big corporate company who has to go through different, you know, people to make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. Less red tape. Exactly. Like red. I don't know about red. Let me ask 30 other people before we do red. Now,
1: <laughs> like, we're just red. Okay.
2: Let's go. You know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> out of curiosity. So when you are making those changes, right. When you're saying, Hey, something in the soul plates wrong. Um, you're obviously an incredibly like seasoned skater, you know, like what a, a, a roller blade or roller skate should do. Right. But are there people who are finding these issues? Like, you know, like if, if I picked up a pair of them skates, went out I have yeah. no experience or relatively no experience what I've just said or what I've been able to tell like hey something's weird here like let me be the one to like raise this red flag um, no I don't I don't think there's I think that's something very important you know
3: like
2: mm-hmm. I, I had an uh, I had this kind of discussion interview like with another not two days ago about the same topic and uh, it's we have a retail store here and it's so important now more than ever that I realize, like having my own company to hear who our customer is and hear what mm-hmm. the customer wants, you know, whether beginner, most important, almost, you know, it's just as important as, um, the veteran, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like to, to understand, Hey, like what's the most important thing for, for all customers is what we're trying to achieve. And, and mm-hmm. this also entails opening the, the bat, you know, opening the doors to more people to um want to put skates on you know mm-hmm. and um there's a lot of topics right There's comfort there's easier access to you know making tricks easier or you know there's like a variety of things that um but i think the retail and being open to understanding what our customer is is definitely given us a big advantage you know on on all aspects not just Um, developing because I feel like this is how it should be. Because for sure, there's a lot of things that I, you know, um, don't know either. So it's very it's very educational. So yeah,
0: it's oh yeah, um, I'm sure. Every day is is different. Um, Yeah. Well, if if I can add one piece of future ideas, perhaps is a size extra large.
2: This is also in the works. I know this is it's in the works for
0: sure. That's great to hear. Cause I, I remember shopping around for skates and seeing yours and being like, Oh my gosh, these are so sick. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I could squeeze the uh, 11 to 12. I'm like a 12 and a half, 13, but
2: yeah, you're right in the cusp. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's on, it's on the um, to-do list. It's uh, a more sizing is on the to-do list. That's awesome. Well, you have at least one guaranteed sale
0: once those (laughs) drop.
2: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh. it's a, it's an ongoing thing for four years like we i know it's gonna it's
1: gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> talking about other upcoming things you did that collab that you mentioned with brain dead do you have any other like fun collabs you mentioned being into different brands and sort of keeping yeah. your eye out but is there anybody or anyone yeah. that you um, are collabing with or shooting to collab with yeah um
2: which one can i talk about uh, i can talk about what well, we're doing another brain dead one um, That's awesome. So that one's coming out very soon. Um, that one's really exciting because uh, we we're also going back into listening to the customer, and and knowing what you know we can offer a really good product for is something that um, more for commuting, more for recreation, more for skating um, the beach, and um, less intimidating maybe for someone who's not trying to do the kind of skating that we do. So we're offering a bigger wheelbase skate. Um, it's like more of a recreational skate per se. Oh, that's um, cool. The wheelbase, so I'd AD use those Mjolnir. to like
1: get around campus. I mean, exactly. I, it's yeah. pretty popular. There was a contingent of Definitely. seniors. They aged out, but everybody was rollerblading around campus. And I was like, yeah, Damn, those are the cool kids. <laughs> <laughs> I remember
0: kids yeah, so- on blades when I was in school, like just whipping oh, yeah? the class. And it was so cool.
2: That's so yeah. cool to hear in college huh that's so cool yeah. here i got my skateboard yeah.
0: snapped my freshman year in front of a class Ooh. of like 300 kids it flew out oh, from under me story. into an intersection <laughs> and a car ran over it <laughs> it was a very embarrassing walk yeah. home from class i was yeah. like three weeks into my freshman year oh Damn. It's yeah it's humbling good
2: stuff you gotta go
1: through yeah. those so yeah yeah you gotta
2: <laughs> crash in front of everyone <laughs> yeah, it's good it's a good uh um reality check <laughs> Yeah, so now let's so go about the collabs. Um, like, there's another one. Okay, um, yeah, that sure, it's fine, but um, just to
1: uh... yo, oh, no way, yeah, that's super cool.
2: I don't even know if I'm allowed to do that, but I guess
1: we okay. you won't say that's it. Fine. We could just keep it all uh, Yeah, that's crazy. That one, well,
2: I mean, we're working with Clark's, and okay, um, we have a. It's a crazy to even understand that happening but um that's that's an exciting one for this year um but it's all it's all organic too like like the Kyle brain dead Kyle like blades so like that was like a that was our connection yeah um he used to skate he started skating again just like like a like 90 percent of people these days I feel like that Mm -hmm. come in this door it's a they used. They founded. They wanted to skate again. It's fun. Um, it's exercise. It's. Uh, it's what it used to do in the '90s. And um, so the guy who main marketing manager Matthew Stewart. Shout out to Matthew if he listens to this. He contacted Greg who works here. Um, Greg's a huge part of our company as well. Um, uh, media, etc., design, and we always we're here together pretty much every day. Um, he. Amazing skater, obviously, um, called or he, he DM'd Greg and he's like, Hey, I'd love to see you shoes. And then what started seeding shoes turned into, um, Hey, do you guys want to be a retailer? And I'm like, I don't sell shoes, but I'm a, you know, like 90s, like, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Like, we mm-hmm. used to wear wallabies all the time, you know, and uh, sure, let's do it. So we've been selling wild uh, um, parks for about uh, six months now, I'd say. And it's gone pretty good. And um, the next conversation was, hey, like you guys wanna do some kind of collaboration and uh, make a shoe together. Actually, that was one of the initial topics actually. And um, the concept obviously is crazy for us, for me, Um, but why not, right? So Mm -hmm. we're gonna do, we're doing a shoe. and it should be out by end of summer. So um, it's uh, it's been a, a really cool experience to, to work with uh, such a professional company, you know, like um, on all aspects of design and stuff.
0: So it's, it's been, yeah, it's in the works. It's super exciting. Yeah. Can't wait to see where, yeah. that, where that goes.
1: I have to ask. Yeah, I think, so yeah, oh, I was no, going to say with skating being as big as it, is now and was in the late 90s to like 2000s, I should say. And with like the quote unquote Y2K aesthetic being so popular, is there any plan to do like a retro colorway of a skate? Um, a lot of companies, are, are,
2: are our competitors are doing that. Um, mm-hmm. We do have a couple of things lined up. Um, but it's, I think a lot of our company, as we have a certain aesthetic for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I say, yes, we are. Um, I, I think, um, in the next year, um, people will see the, the next step for us as a company and mm-hmm. the colors like, and, um, but for me, like going into like the brain dead situation and going to the Clark scenario and we have another bigger project in the works too. Mm-hmm. That, um, will be kind of disruptive per se, I guess, <laughs> I think it's it's that's excites me the most about doing these things and, mm-hmm. and the visibility is important for us like you know first for me as a as a rollerblader going through um the 90s and and head you know i was able to see um uh i mean this topic can go a lot of different directions but it was just i've been through like ups and downs you know like mm-hmm. and and just to see like um us come the sport and the the market kind of, you know, obviously grow. Um, it's just like, it's all about keeping this consistent for me, you know, as, as far Absolutely. as the, the brand goes and, um, the projects I'm most excited about, um, they involve color, but, um, the visibility for, for skating is, um, is the next step, you know, like to keep sure. these kind of partnerships going and, um, And then and being the position that we are, it's been it's been really cool. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. Now, do you still try to skate every day or a few times a week, or what's your schedule like?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, that's That's uh, awesome. That's that's what this is for. Yeah, (laughs) that's excellent. Um, Yeah, there's a a bunch of guys here in the area. that will be we try at least uh, skate every Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I can skate every day, I can. I, I I will. If I could, um, but a lot of this project-driven uh, as well. Like we have another, we have a few other projects that I mean, like I mentioned, that um, are skating-based. So me as a, as a skater, I'm you know, it's part of part of the job. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, I try to put them on as much as I can.
1: Yeah, research and development, stress testing them. Yeah,
2: <laughs> what's that?
1: You got to be the one testing them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the beautiful part about all this is just. It's something I'm passionate about and, you know, Greg's skating and like everyone, everyone skates as part of this company. So it's, uh, um, it's like a, it's, it is a dream to be able to do this.
0: For sure. What do you I think, uh, 1996 national champion John would say if you handed him a pair of them skates?
2: Uh, probably lose his shit. Like,
0: <laughs> he probably would.
2: You probably would lose a shit like unbelievable, you know. It's really, I mean, like going back as I was trying to say earlier, going through the tough times, you know, of um, you know, in a non-so inclusive time, more exclusive time in society. Mm-hmm. It was tough to be a, a role blitter, you know. Oh, it was I'm sure. Tough to tough to um, be at the skate parks and um, grind through uh, grind through what you're most passionate for. So what 96 john would say would be like holy shit probably <laughs> like, even in 96 97 you know it, it's such a young sport and uh a very uh different time for sure so um to, to even have the idea of having your own company make your own skates is like a dream for anyone you know
1: so. mm-hmm. that's awesome it's incredible. It's, I don't know, like there's something about hearing somebody who's very passionate about a sport or profession or something also pursuing a career in that profession, sort of in another Avenue, but like, mm-hmm. you know, you're making something you use every day that you engage with, that you enjoy. And it seems like it's made kind of for that rather than the express purpose of like, we're just getting skates out of the door.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, I think if it's,
2: I for you got to compare it to a lot of skateboarding, you know. Like I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've, I follow. I've been following since day one. I, I've, I I've, I've skateboarded, you know, like before I rollbladed. So mm-hmm. a lot of the industry, a lot of the um, personality, a lot of the uh, like Supreme or like mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of this aesthetic that 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 uh, I appreciate a lot, and and um a, a lot of it is rooted to passion a lot of it's rooted to an activity that you really like a lot mm-hmm. and yeah it's a it's really i'm very, it's a it's a nice formula maybe like I, it mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense to work and um i think that a lot of that um concept is what drives you know me maybe every day like hey like why not rollerblading you know yeah. like mm-hmm. skateboarding rollerblading bmx like scooters like it's uh it's definitely fun and that's what the the driving a driving force is Mm -hmm. having the ability to create and and make things with my friends that make sense and um definitely a transitional period this year for sure too Mm -hmm. with um the acceptance and the the growth of, of skating and um the understanding that um hey we can take this to the next level and more visibility more more people will see this fun activity and and you can do this like in any different kind of way not just street skating but going to the beach or you know there's a lot of different fun things about rolling that i think people will can find that hey like this is something that I, i can i can i have fun doing so um Maybe I'm rambling right now. But. Oh, no, not at all.
0: <laughs> that was poetic. Um, I think it's really cool that you've been on both sides of it. Like you've had the professional skater side of things, and now you've taken it more into the the business side. Um, you know, as the consumer, I think there's no one I'd trust more than someone who's been on that side of it. Like, you know the product so well, and you know what's going to perform.
2: That's cool. That's cool here. Yeah. I, I do that too when i uh buy other products you know like it's uh in different industries or, or different you know different hobbies so mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense
0: yeah. especially in today's day and age i think everyone wants to know we were talking about it earlier i can't remember if it was even before we started recording but people want to know the person behind the products that they're getting like yeah it's always way cooler to be able to connect with the individual uh maybe not on a one-to-one basis but like just be able to see them rather than just some random corporate logo behind it
2: <laughs> Yeah. it also works too isn't it interesting like how that that that's that's been working for so long mm-hmm you know, in our in my younger days, there was no obviously not our younger days not long ago, but there's no no social media. There was no easy access to uh, to figure these things out. You know, yeah, um, reading yeah. Books no one
0: knew who was behind everything.
2: newspaper, yeah. And now it's such a fast paced world where you can figure out something really fast. You know, if you Google search a couple
0: couple words, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, Good stuff. Well, we've, we've talked a lot about the, the brand as a whole. We've talked a little bit about what's next, uh, may have gave, gave away one juicy bit of information on, yeah, on collaborations, right. but, uh, you know, uh, is there, is there anything just as a whole that you're particularly excited about with the direction of the brand in the next six months to a year?
2: Um, I think that everything is, in whole, is uh, the collective things that um, we here at a team, you know, able to to make this work is like uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a anomaly. It's a it's definitely you know unique um, business right now. Um, to be in a situation where we're self-funded for this long and able to have a retail store in general, like a brick and mortar. And um, I'm most excited about just the you know, the collaborations we're about to come out with, of course, but every day it's just like a dream to figure just to, you know, to be here and um, work, work um, I'm most passionate for. So, um the fact that I can just do that tomorrow and today is, is uh exciting enough. Um for sure. But yeah, the collaborations obviously we have some really cool things happening um in the next year, um, besides the the two topics that I brought up, um brain dead and Clark's. Um but it's just uh yeah, it's just a, uh, that's pretty much it, I guess that's some, awesome not much else to be uh, yeah it's a dream to do this so
1: beautiful yeah so is there any kind of as well as just growing the brand are you involved in the professional scene at all i know that you sponsored um like a team or or you yeah we uh, have a team yeah so is that still going on like what's the professional yeah. scene like
2: um it, that's the we have a pro we have a, a pro team, we have a flow team, we have like friends that have you know have been skating for so long are just just as amazing as our pros. And um it's a unique world that um role is in. Like I used to get paid pretty well, you know, in mm-hmm. the nineties, like really well, like you know, for role blading mm-hmm. and um which is really, you know maybe the skateboarding world is, is a, it's a similar thing. You're sponsored, you get paid, you get products, etc. cetera. There's different levels of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm maybe a dinosaur when it comes to that enroll, but because I was able to see, um, a lot of the successes in that because it was, they were gone uh, from like maybe, sorry, 2000, 2004 or five. Sorry, no, not, that, not that early, maybe 2000, uh, seven 16 mid 2015 16 like there was no pro skating here you know Mm -hmm. there was like no one that's getting paid maybe like five or six people something
3: you know Mm -hmm.
2: maybe you're getting a skate and maybe you're getting and those are the lucky ones um i managed to figure out a way to stay in there some way and um still still pay bills off of it you know i'm one of those guys that made it through the crazy times so um At this moment in the business, it's trying to recreate that, you know, in in the best way possible Mm -hmm. for my guys. So some get salaries, some get obviously royalties off the checks. And, and, um, I, my goal as a business owner is to, as, as long as we're growing, all my guys are also growing and getting paid. Mm -hmm. Um, we do a royalty, um, uh, through our skates Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and we pay the most. We, we, Dude, we always have
3: wow, since we started that's awesome
2: so like when i was younger like i mean money wise we would get a couple of dollars of uh, a pair of skates sold you know like two 250 mm-hmm. uh maybe at some point i argued to get three um with one of my sponsors and we got it but the the amount of the a pair of skates cost to what our royalties that we were getting never added up never did yeah. and and now starting our program, we, we, you know, with this company, we're giving, um, $25 a pair and $30 a pair direct sale here. Wow. So uh, if you can compare the times that were then and now it's, um, on that aspect, um, there's a lot more knowing the business now, more than, um, obviously I did before and seeing room to figure out a way to, to pay my, our guys better. Mm-hmm. Um, It's there, There, there's space, there's ways to do it. Um, And now like, you know, we make, I mean, 1,000 units at a time, Mm -hmm. sometimes more. So, you know, you can make, our skater off one product can make at least 30, 35K, you know, per per run. (laughs) So that's pretty good compared to what we were getting back then. Um, Back then we would have been making more because the units were way more. Mm
3: -hmm. So again,
2: we're a small company. And we're, we don't make as many as the bigger corporate brands that are in role bidding. So, mm-hmm. but we're able to, um, do this because, um, there's no, there's no middleman. It's just us. We're, yeah. we're very, there's no 30 people that, you know, there's just a handful of people and, um, we're able to we're, uh, move in, um, these kind of different ways with social with, um, direct sale as well. So, mm-hmm. um, The business model has changed a lot, of course. I can't just say, hey, like, it's that different back then or not because obviously we have social media and we have Mm -hmm. e-commerce and um, we have the ability as a small brand to to maneuver really fast, though. So Mm -hmm. the great thing I'm very most proud of is like not to crown or gas myself up, but my competitors are also doing this now. Like, they changed their royalty program. And they're, and they, you know, it's like, that makes me feel good. Like mm-hmm. even today I just saw one of my competitors post that they're offering the same royalty that we are. And I was just like, Holy shit. what a, what a fucking move to do that, you know? <laughs> so um, yeah. Like, you know, as our business gets bigger, um, I, I really would like to, uh, I mean, that's the whole thing. We're all skaters here that run this business. So mm-hmm. anyone who has a job here is something that never had had a job in skating. So the more opportunities that we can do that through through skating through photography through video through media shoot accounting you know like let's let's get a job going you know so it's yeah. it's it's really uh, the dna of the company to um to do to to keep hopefully growing and give more opportunities to skaters so um it's cool it's it's, it's that's a fulfilling that's probably the most fulfillment fulfilling thing I, I can ever ask for is the the fact that we can do these things on our own um, for sure but um well what would have, what lies in the next you know two years we'll see where the business goes because um i i know like there's only so much as a small business you can do with a certain amount of capital that you make mm-hmm. and you turn over you know if our demand is going to get this crazy world of like you know which I hope it does. I know there's only a certain amount of skates that we can make. There's a certain amount of shoes that we can make with mm-hmm. what we're able to do. So, but anyway, that's something that hopefully a discussion may happen in the future. Who, who knows?
1: Yeah. We've got like one last big question and then one more really big question. Oh boy. But um, what is sort of the, the, fashion slash style like uniform of somebody who's really into skating um is there something that you can point to is there sort of like a definitive like quote-unquote outfit um you know is there like, yeah, a, like a
2: style language this is a good question actually yeah this is a great
1: question like the, the
2: thing about it is i think what stands out for role is individuality and and there is not one pinpoint way to say hey that's a little better you know mm-hmm. there is not one maybe not one but a general way you know because there's so many unique uh, individuals like um and that's the beautiful thing about i think what's different about blading is you don't there's not just a hasher there's not just a punk or it's not just a hip-hop vibe there's not just a you know norm core looking there's everything there's not a a single you know um it's unique and i think that's a a a great thing that um as as far as where where i stand the 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 niche is like individuality and i think that it's, pretty, it's quite evident when you, when you get into um, our sport or, or skating in general. Like you know, There's so many different ways of skating, too. Like, there's, yeah. there's like, oh, you can just, you know, people are doing the crazy stunts still. Or mm-hmm. people are just skating curbs. Or there's a, a form of skating called wizard skating, which is a very creative skating, um, kind of like street skating. It is street skating, but with bigger wheels. So there's, like, there's dancing. There's slalom. Yeah. There's, you know, there's a lot of... Um, and that, that gets expressed through individuality of these kind of personality or fashion, you know. So, and everyone dresses different. May, maybe um, it's less uniform than anything,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, but we do sell. Hey, we do sell our. our we have a dicky style pants, straight leg. We sell a lot of these, and they keep going. So um, there's 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 definitely a base for us as a business that um, that we try to find that you know something that that's easy to skate in that's uh comfortable and, and it doesn't wear it doesn't break like rip really easy mm-hmm. but um anyway individuality is huge so uh, I I would say it's hard to pinpoint what that would be when there's so many different types of skating and skaters
3: for sure Fair enough.
1: Sure. Nice. that's awesome so we've got one last question we've asked it to every single guest that has been on the pair of kings podcast um we'd love to bring you sort of into the fold as it were um oh. kind of uh what, what would you call it john like our our coup de gras our our what crowning jewel grand finale grand finale why grand not so john yeah other johns okay yes if you had one year to eat a wooden door hinges and doorknob included could you do it and if so how? A door. A door. Wooden door. Is it uh made what is it
2: made out of? Is it made out of wood? A fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I capable of doing that? No, definitely not.
0: You don't think so? If that, that was, was my only form of food. It's however you want to do however it. However you want to do it. You can get creative. That would say no, it's not possible. You don't think I so? Wouldn't, I don't think so. What, are, what is the most common answer here? <laughs> Usually we get yeses. A lot of people say yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, anything is possible. Anything is possible? I uh, think, it's not, mine's not
2: very inspiring, then, my answer. That's okay. <laughs> Mine is just, no, fuck, I can't do it. Uh, uh, what a unique question, though.
1: Thank um, you. We like it a lot. Where does it come from?
2: <laughs> where does it come from?
1: I got asked it in a uh, secret society interview, and I just thought it was really ridiculous. Um, huh. And so I think, I, I think we I are really Sean ridiculous.
3: ridiculous deeper
1: so. yeah. The deeper yeah. meaning,
2: the deeper meaning of this for me is like I'm a quitter or something, <laughs> something that major because <laughs> I can't do it. No, no, um, yeah, I, I just can't proceed it. So, I guess the answer is no.
0: The perfectly <laughs> fair answer. We've gotten our fair share of nos as well. Don't worry, yeah. you're not alone. <sighs>
1: There's there's no judgment passed. Oh, absolutely not. We just always enjoy when somebody thinks that they can. I
2: have one question myself. Absolutely. Us, like, the picture, saw behind your behind you. Is this is this a scarecrow? Am I missing the anime that's this is from? Ooh, other
1: way. This is a uh, Howl's yeah. Moving Castle. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Classic studio Ghibli Classic.
1: film. Yeah. Some of my I'm... favorite movies ever. Oh. This is a beautiful like hand-drawn. I don't know, yeah. atmospheres. It's just, I don't hey, know. Man. It's wonderful to watch. It's on wonderful. my
0: table back there. Oh my gosh, yeah, my apartment's so
1: dark.
2: To you. Yeah, that's that's what you got behind you and your like right behind your head right now, John.
0: Oh, what do I have? Ha- oh, it's just a picture. Yeah. It's a vintage photograph. I found it on eBay of a couple dogs, and I thought it was really cool. Nice. Um nice. So I grabbed that. But I actually saw, it's funny, you chose Howells. I have the book of Howell's Moving Castle. You can't see it because really? my apartment's super dark. I have it on my table. I can turn my head and see it right now.
3: Huh.
0: Yeah. Quite a coincidence. Good vibes. All right. Yes, indeed. Yes, Very indeed. Cool. So that wraps up the main portion of this podcast. But we do have what we like to call the closing ceremonies to, uh, to finish it off. First off, uh, we have a little segment we call Song of the Week. Which is an ongoing Spotify playlist that Saul and I have in the works, uh, and we take song recommendations Thanks. from our guests as well as ourselves oh every week for the for the ongoing playlist. You don't have to just pick one. You know, we've had guests pick two or three, but uh, what yeah, is someone your someone suggest you entire mean?
1: playlist actually?
0: What was that? Pick something off your playlist? No, something that you've been listening to that we'll add to our playlist. Oh, oh, man, I've been listening to um. Actually, this jazz this jazz
2: Spotify playlist is really. Um, what is it? Is it okay if I look at it real quick? Yeah. Oh, oh yes, on. take your oh, time. There. Yeah. Um, actually, this is a Mount Kimby song. Okay. Oh, uh, is this Mount Kimby, Made to stray.
1: Made to Stray
2: by Mount Yeah, Made to Stray by Mount Kimby.
1: Yeah. I but this, um,
2: there's another one. Hit us. Here on Jazz classics. Here we go. Um, make sure. Latif. Love theme from Spartacus. Got it. Yeah. I recommend cool. this whole album. It's good.
3: Beautiful. I'm playing at the shop. Nice. Well,
2: I a Big less, fan of jazz. Less,
3: less pressure <laughs>
2: Thank you guys. I really appreciate you uh, reaching
1: out. Okay. Oh my I'll gosh! We've got a mind. few more things to do before letting you go. Oh, we're still going. Okay. Oh no! Yeah, we've got, no, you know, I got, time. We've got three or four Easy. more minutes. John, what's your what's Easy. your song of the week?
0: My song of the week is essentially the complete opposite of jazz. It's from the new Yeet album that came out today. <laughs> And it's outside featuring young thug. Uh, That was the song that I enjoyed the most from that project. But
1: uh, yes, that is, that's my pick. How about you, Saul? Uh, He's the greatest dancer by sister sledge. Oh, nice. One of my favorite disco songs. It's so fun. Very cool. Um, And there's some dude, I, I think they're, they're vinyls originally, but they, they, I don't know, uploaded them to YouTube um some somebody's making like remixes or just extended cuts of like classic disco songs um and so if you look up he's the greatest dancer disco perfection but it's p-u-r-r there's like a 12 and a half minute version that's even better than the original he's the greatest dancer i can't recommend it enough but it's not on spotify so gotcha gotcha john before we let you go take take some time shout out whoever you would like the floor is yours let us let, you know let the people know where to find you uh you're you're oh, wow. you're at will I be talk the enough. title I here
3: talk enough.
2: <laughs> i just thank you guys really for uh reaching out um showing interest and of course um listen to me talk and ramble for this bit like, oh my now, gosh so it's, a, it's a bit much hey
1: it was, it was great just
2: <laughs> us thank you so
0: much yeah. um
2: but in general, just yeah, uh, that's it, really. I Very mean, cool. From shout out my uh, the brand, uh, them skates. It's Instagram and check us out. I guess
0: definitely.
3: Um,
2: yeah. Again, just YouTube. Thank you guys for um, hitting me
0: up and. Oh um, my gosh, sure thing. We hope you cool. join us again like sometime. Home. Anytime, appreciate it.
1: John, before we get going, we have a few people to thank.
0: We do. Um, do you have the list up? I will and. In- roughly four seconds okay we have our patrons our lovely uh patreon subscribers specifically our lobster deniers our highest tier uh we we want to thank them every episode as they allow for our podcast to continue to exist in the way it does so Saul, i've got the list up thank you so much to
1: isaac thank you chase Barlos, 2k thank you oh god i think i'm in a different order uh Charles Heller. Oh, you're way off. You want yeah, me to just go through tough. it? You do it. I don't know <laughs> what you. happened here. Isaac Chase, Barlos2K,
0: Jaboop, Dom Choi, Etai Gang, Mitch Morton, Charles Heller, T Mill, Marquise, William Rushman, Joaquin Montier, Yako Rotari, and Yannick for your if you'd support like to join of the
1: pod. If you'd like to join the Patreon, you can find it at patreon.com forward slash pair of kings podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter. And TikTok at Pair of Kings Pod. Uh, we're also on YouTube at Pair of Kings Podcast. But as always, I am Saul. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. I'm joined each and every wonderful week by my co-host. I'm John. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. And this week we are also joined by another John. You can find him on Instagram at J-O-N-J-U-L-I-O. Um, and also at them t-h e m skates s k A T E S. Good spelling. a struggle. Thank you. I try. Um, but thank you so much to everybody for tuning in. Um, oh wait, really quickly. Um, John, we ask all of our guests on our guest episodes to give us a keyword or phrase. If people would like to join, uh, our discord, just a big group chat that we've happily dubbed the happiest place in fashion. Can you give us a, a word, a phrase, something to message us on Instagram? If people would like to join
2: a word or phrase. Any, yep. A, a, a key word
1: just to prove that
0: someone's listened to an episode if they want to join our Discord. Off for our discussion. Uh, um, grateful. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.
1: So, all right. Wonderful. So if you'd like to join the Discord, right. message us grateful over at Pair of Kings Pod on Instagram.com. Thank you so much to everybody for listening. This has been the Pair of Kings Podcast, where twice a week, every week for the foreseeable future, we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. Take care, everybody. Have a great Thursday. And as always, where would you like? Like what you wear. Thanks, everybody. Bye.